Hello, everyone, and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, episode number 85, recorded January 31st, 2014. I am Weird Wolf. Along with me with me this evening is Insane Galvatron. Hello, everybody. Uh, Megamus. What's up? And Plasticon. Hey, guys. How's it going? We do apologize here. Let me double check and make sure I've got everything running here. And Yeah, we're, we should be going. Um, yeah. We had some technical difficulties uh, before uh, we went live. Uh, Chad, or Trans uh, trans Jazz, (laughs) uh, he was going to join Mm. us this evening for a little while, uh, but uh, it booted him off and would not let him back into the chat. So, um, yeah, thank you, Google+. Plus. Swade 66 has struck again. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be hating. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're uh, we got a little uh, um, a part due uh, going on tonight. Uh, we're going to finish up what we were continuing, what we were talking about last Friday evening. Uh, our favorite uh, transformer uh, transformer figures throughout the Transformers franchise. And I, uh, I know I missed mistyped a, a while ago when I was setting up the episode. I put least favorite, but we are actually finishing up our favorite episodes. Um, and then after that, we are also revisiting the reissue versus vintage topic. Uh, this time we're going to get the input from Megamus and Plasticon, uh, two people who, uh, are, are very, uh, let's say animated about the topic. So it should be a a good fun topic. And then of course, if we have time at the end, we're going to talk about our Ouch My Wallets, uh, anything that made our wallets say ouch. And in the meantime, I'm going to be playing with my knockoff Power Master Prime here that is like like 10 years old and totally badass. I love this thing. Um, but uh, so, uh, well, also we got some live toy hunts coming up here soon. And St. Galvatron is out and roving around. Uh, so I'm sure he's going to have one really soon. Uh, how close are you? In St. Galvatron? Um, actually, I'm about to pull into the Target parking lot now. Ah, Target. So it's just light and green. Okay. So, a uh, little preface. Um, a lot of people have been actually spotting the newest wave of Generations. The one with uh, Scoop and um, the, Minicon. the Minicon team uh, in it. Yeah. They've been spotting that uh, at, at Targets around the country. And uh, hopefully, in St. Galvatron, might actually find some of the new generations live tonight as we are broadcasting. Fingers crossed. Yes. That'd be awesome. Keep your fingers and toes and and pubic Take hairs crossed or whatever, yeah. So <laughs> but um so while he's uh, pulling into the parking lot, guys, uh favorite transformer lines. I believe we left off with uh, R I D uh 
last week um, we we talked about our favorite RID toys and everything. But after RID, there was Armada, of course, the Armada trilogy. Um, we have some favorite toys from the Armada line. Uh, Plasticon, how about you? My favorite is the Unicron, honestly, because I think it's the closest rendition of the actual toy of any. I mean, honestly, I think it was just probably the best out of all of them. Well, it was the first time we had actually gotten a Unicron toy. I mean, there was one that was planned back in the 80s, but it was scrapped. Right, and I honestly, I would absolutely love some third-party company just to kitbash that thing and make it reality. Because that thing, um, I don't know how many people actually know much about the toy, but the toy actually had part of it came off to form a gun that went in his hand. And there was also a base that would sit on that actually had an orbiting Cybertron that would go around it as it like orbited. So it was really interesting on the engineering behind that toy. There's not very many people know much about that thing. It's just it's awesome. But yeah. I've seen a vague picture every now and then online, but they weren't real detailed. Yeah, I think I've t- I think I've chased down almost every picture of that thing, and it's from what every I understand, time I see it, I'm like, why? From what didn't I understand, they make that? it was actually scrapped. Uh, the idea for it was actually scrapped because uh, the overall toy was found to be rather flimsy. Well, uh, I can so understand that. I mean, but. All the engineering they put into that thing was pretty insane. Because, I mean, honestly, it would have probably been... I wouldn't say it would be as tall as Fort Max, but it would be a very large robot. It was not that big. I know it would be much bigger than Metroplex. Yeah. I think it might be a little taller than maybe Star Convoy or something like that if they would have actually released it. But it was still one of the coolest things. Yeah. But, yeah, back on the Armada subject, um, obviously the Unicron is probably my favorite. Um, I actually didn't mind the gimmick behind Armada Prime combining with Jetfire, and then um, I forget the name of the guy that actually plugs onto the top that forms the sh- shoulder cannons. Um, Overload? Uh, uh, yes, like yes, that? Overload. Yeah. Yes, because <clears throat> it was repainted yeah, those... as uh, Ultra Magnus later on. Right, and that, that was a BotCon thing, wasn't it? Uh, nope. No, it was actually a general release, but it just didn't see wide release here in the U.S. Right. Looks like Meganus actually brought up a picture right there. If you want to go ahead and click on it of yeah. the Unicron we were talking about, um, that Unicron is just awesome. It's a, it's a very very interesting toy, and I suggest any of our viewers out there, or listeners, to go check that out and try to Google it if you've never seen pictures of the original Generation One Unicron if it would have come out. Um, a lot of you guys would probably be on the same fence as I am of please a third party just go. Take those images and build us one and send it out. Half of us probably wouldn't even care. Yeah, half of us honestly wouldn't care if some of the engineering was not the best on it because we would just want it to fit into our G1s. If you look at it, if you look at this picture, you can see the comparison of the head that we got and how much bigger the head is. That will give you a little bit of a comparison of how tall it is. Also, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that those... Shelves are either 12 or 14 inches apart. That's I actually true. saw this. This was at one of the BotCon. Uh, it was one of their uh, their little displays. And I want to. So I mean, it's it's big. It's definitely bigger and taller than the one we got. 
Yeah, I mean, that thing was just phenomenal. I mean, just the engineering behind that thing, because it, it literally, like, separated and the arms fold in and it had this big gun chunk that would clog on. It was crazy, all this stuff that was there. <clears throat> uh, for those of you who... It actually had electronics, get, too. Yeah, for those of you who didn't get to see it uh, on the audio download version, uh, it's mainly a bluish color. Of course, these are probably prototype colors, but it was mainly... No, I think that one, that one actually went to... That was the color it was going to be. Oh, okay. It was uh, mainly like a, a bluish and a yellow color. Uh, blue and yellow. Did you want to see some fail? It was... Well... Oh, yeah, wow. I see nothing on fail. the page. Well, just for the generations. I mean, they got tons of the other stuff. But, you know... It's well, like every other Walmart to go to. Well, that's a Target, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the generations. Two packs or there's none. The Legends. And no Generations Deluxe. I got two packs for them. And there's nothing. They have one uh, Rat Bat Frenzy set. And Which is still a pretty cool set. Yeah, but I mean, a lot Blitzwing. of people complain about that Blitzwing, but I still think that Blitzwing is actually pretty neat. I, I, I think they've got a ton awesome of combiners. Even I honestly, honestly, I was really surprised Hasbro did not decide to re-release that Blitzwing in the Diaclone colors. That would have been interesting. I would, Actually, I could probably see them doing that as like a BotCon exclusive. Um, don't don't hold out. I mean, it, it can still happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a mold that hasn't gone away. It's the same thing with the Springer and... Um, well, the problem with them is that they have to wait until that mold is, is no longer in production as far as, you know, uh, for the other uh, stores and everything, and then they're they're able to use that for the exclusives. So they do have to wait a little bit. But, um, I mean, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. It would be very interesting. be a pirate. <laughs> or as Give a my egg leg. <laughs> well, I was thinking for the Botcons at Pirate. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Okay, so this is a bust. I'm out of here. But anyhow, um, yeah, when it, when it comes to that line, I actually enjoyed the combining aspect that the uh, Armada Prime and Jetfire and Overload had because it was interesting because you can actually just take the Overload and plug it onto the back of the Prime trailer and then do almost like a God Map or just like, you know, God Bomber plugged on the Genrai. And then you put Jetfire on the back of that like it's a launching platform. So it had a really nice aesthetic to it. But playability was kind of lacking, I would say. I mean, it wasn't the the. It honestly didn't have the craziest gimmicks that we expected out of it. But I mean, it did hold together all right. So. The only thing I didn't really care for though was the uh, transforming trailer gimmick. That always broke on everybody, and it barely worked on mine. So I wasn't really that. Yeah, I, I, and I heard about them catching on fire too. That was an absolute turd to me. I hated that toy. Uh, now the Bendy Prime was awesome, but I hated that, and the cab for the uh, for the Super Base Prime was awesome, but I, I well, just it, hated it. Was the, kind of limited because of the electronics it had like wires running through it, so it was limited in its articulation. It wasn't near as good as the Bendy Prime. Yeah. So uh, Megamus, what about your uh, favorite toy from the Armada line? Well, I was going to say none. Yeah. And then Plasticon said Unicrom, and I went, Oh yeah, no one is in there. Yeah. So I'd have to go with that one. And basically because we didn't get the one I just showed you pictures of. That's why. So, you know, we, we get what we can get. It's still the that best Unicron. It. Well, actually, I think the uh, the um, Amazon Unicron is a better upgrade to that one, too. Well, but at the time, you yeah. were asking for specific yeah. lines. That was the best one. <coughs> and, yes, yes, the, 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 the Amazon one is way better. But you're still... 
I want this one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember whenever the uh, Armada Unicron first came out and Insane Galvatron and I were both looking for it and um uh, there was a member on uh, TFW who is now banned uh but <laughs> yeah, yeah he actually uh uh well, he was banned actually because he ripped uh, some people off um but uh which surprised a lot of us cuz a uh, few of us actually he actually came to the first Kentucky meetup too and and it was like, you know, what what, what happened to him? He, he was a great guy, and then he just started ripping oh, people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, I'd forgotten about him. Yeah. Named after a certain target master. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, he, uh, um, he had actually called me and told me that he had found a Armada Unicron in Lexington and uh, for me to check out uh, other Walmarts in the area because he was told that Walmart... Uh, each Walmart had gotten a shipment of at least a couple cases of those uh, per uh, per store, and I went. Uh, or I, so I called. Uh, I was living in Richmond at the time, and I called Berea, which was about ten miles away, no dice. Uh, and I kept calling. I called every store in Lexington. They said they had none, and then I called another one in Mount Sterling. No, uh, yeah, in Mount Sterling. Winchester. You said Winchester. Yeah. I called around and found one in Mount yeah. Sterling. Yeah. And then you didn't find election. You went all the way to Winchester. And then when you got there, they were, there were none. Yeah. They, they had you lied. Called me and yeah. you're like, yeah, is there still one in Mount Sterling? I'm like, yeah, they had two. I only bought one. So you yeah. drove all the way over there and got to Mount Sterling. And, uh, and by the time I got to Mount Sterling, which was at the time about 45 minutes to an hour away from where I lived, um, it was about 1.30 in the morning. So I drove... Uh, an hour away at one thirty in the morning to get Armada Unicron. I, that's how badly I wanted that toy. Perfectly sensible. I, yes. I don't see any problem with that. <laughs> I don't either because, I mean, at the time it was one of the hottest toys to get hold of, especially when, like, around the Christmas seasons. I remember that thing. Literally, you would come in to, like, Target during the Christmas season, see a full stock, and then, like, literally the next day completely gone. Because it wasn't just us mainstream collectors getting them. Kids wanted that thing because it was huge. So kids oh, liked yeah. larger robots, you know? Absolutely. And it was an excellent play set. And honestly, with all the rap that thing gets, I think it's still a great toy. Okay. And, and I was just thinking, because we are here to, to help with the collecting aspect of it, uh, for those that have uh, wives and girlfriends and they kind of stub their nose that you go and go great distances to find a particular toy. Remind them that if and when they get pregnant and they they want that Hagen Doss, <laughs> and you got to go all over God's green earth to find it, it's the same thing. Yeah. Okay, it's well, all it's about There you go. If we only did it for nine months, they probably wouldn't have a problem. When it goes on for years. Yeah. It's schematic. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, these are just awesome toys. Look, I'm they just hold... trying to give you a little bit of ammo for when they come at you. You know, <laughs> fire back with one of those. And take it's, like, it's like if you want it, then you're going to have to let me get this plastic crack. Well, you know, yep. give and take. Like... Everyone talks about relationships. Give and take. Perfect example. Definitely. Or whenever she wants you to make that midnight run for the Hagen Doss, you have to go to the store. You come home with ice cream and a toy. Are you in a uh, different store? And, and you know what? 
I don't see anything now. wrong with that. You got what you came for. You know, you know, you, you you got what you went for. She's happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy. It's like it's like, hey, if I go to the store and get ice cream, I'm getting toy too. Hmm? Yeah, that kind of harkens back to when you were a kid and you had to go with your mom to to go get groceries, and she like coaxed you by getting you a Hot Wheel or whatever. You know, it just it's the I same thing. I always talked her into getting know? me a, like a mini bot. <laughs> well. I remember the Hot Wheels toys. I remember, you know, it had to be something cheap. You know, like G.I. Yeah. Joe's were like three bucks. Yeah. Just stuff like that. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I'd like to get this one, like, small Transformer or maybe, like, a GoBot or something because, you know, that's the way it was. You know, when we were and kids, it was like, like you, uh, big bus oh, here. wow. Yep. Talking about vacant lot. <laughs> you must be up near me. That's all there is to it. Shoe Blaster, Springer, Grimlock. And a bunch of crap. Mm. A whole lot of beast hunters left. Yeah. Yeah, that's not surprising. I want to remind people that if you're listening live to the podcast, you can interact with us at TFYLP on Twitter, or you can comment in the comment section below the YouTube video on YouTube, or you can also uh, comment on the the post that I made in the uh, TFYLP Facebook group. Uh, I'm monitoring all three, so uh, if I see there is one more option. Oh, no, just if you're if you're in the Lexington area and you can figure out where I'm going to be next, you could like pop in and be a surprise guest on the podcast. That yes. would be a a live guest, live guest, absolutely. Yes, but live if you're going to write something, if you're going to type something up, I'm going to tell you to think twice before you type. I dare you to think twice before you type. Go ahead and do it. Do it. I dare you. It's like, it's like the whole thing for carpentry. My dad used to say, measure twice, cut once. Absolutely. Well, and how read many times twice. do you cut? Once. Once. Until you screw up. Yeah. That's beside the point. You know? Then you start over. It, well, I'm going to say read twice, Absolutely. hit submit once. Read twice, hit submit yeah. once. Well, you know, then there's this thing called spell checker. It's amazing. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, and St. Galvatron, what about your... Uh, I dare you. We're we're getting a one a one on one computer basic course going on here, guys. <laughs> what about <laughs> your favorite Armada toy? Computer illiterate. I'm going to have to back up what they said. Uh, I'm going to say you know Unicron definitely, Bendy Prime being a second, and my third place is one you guys are probably going to disagree. With. I know you will draw, but I actually like that scavenger. Oh my word! Gimmick, which is fun. That is the one. That is one toy I always that. wanted to throw up against the wall. I hated it so bad. Hey, Drawn. Hey, 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 hey! I'll take what? you up on that challenge. I have one. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Video me uh, throwing <laughs> it up me, against the wall. It. I'll throw it up against the wall. It won't break, and then I'll give it to it. So I'll, I'll uh, transform away it to Insane Galvatron. <laughs> Hey, I'm whatever, not whatever floats you guys' boat. I mean, like I said, I've got one. It's it's not a bad toy. It's it's okay. I understand where they're going with it because it almost has a Devastator kind of look to it. But it, I like the the walking gimmick was kind of cool, and I mean, it honestly didn't have a very bad all. Ah, it just, it just literally didn't, didn't have very much artillery, you know, articulation, which I understand. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm probably going to go, uh, with a figure that you guys, um, may or may not disagree with, and I'm going to, actually, no, <laughs> I'm going to go with Tidal Wave. I loved Armada Tidal Wave. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a brick, but the fact that you had three large ships that combined together into one 
titanically tall robot, and it was a good-looking robot. I liked. He was the first Triocon. Yeah, yeah. He's um, a Duocon. He's a Triocon. Well, he didn't really have the spring-loaded gimmick, but uh, but yeah, I, I really liked robot. it, and I think what really sold me on the character for Tidal Wave, uh, and I looked at the toy in a whole new light. But yes, the video game. Uh, the Transformers Armada video game that uh, that was out for PlayStation Two at the time, I loved it, and I loved uh, Tidal Wave. And I'd love to get my hands on a copy of that game. Yeah, I I actually had it not too long ago. I actually um I did a lot of research because I was debating on actually taking that thing and turning that into broadside, but I've seen pictures that's of people that's actually already customized it like that. It looks okay, but I mean, I think it still kind of misses the aspect of what broadside really is. Yeah, um, I, I think that if you did a lot of heavy modifications to it, I think it's a good base figure. I mean, yeah, you know, because basically you, you've you've got the the alt mode pretty good, mm-hmm. and I actually forgot about Tidal Wave. I do like Tidal Wave, but um, what was the Japanese one? Super Link. Yes. Yeah, it like, was way uh, green. Way better. The the, the color scheme. I just, I love it. That, but that then they I had a purple I, I version of that, that came out, too. What was that? There was a purple version of him as well. Where yeah, was, I thought that was Superlink. I thought yeah, that was a Japanese one. Was it? The U.S. got green. Yeah, we got green, they got purple. That's right. That's yeah, right. And that one actually looks really good with, it goes with, uh, is it Megatron or Galvatron? I think it went uh, with the... the Galvatron, the, I believe. Yeah, I mean, and when you when you do that power link where they the the armor set, I, I thought that looked pretty good. F- Facebook listener uh, Brian Johnson just qu- uh, just said, if someone said fa- their favorite figure was Armada Sideswipe, he would probably have to go in a rage out of control in a gorilla like fa- uh, fashion. <laughs> he would. <laughs> I no joke, love Sideswipe. <laughs> I don't I don't own it, but I'm going to now. <laughs> you guys are joking. You guys are joking, but I kid you not, when it came out, I actually bought it. And while the robot mode is ugly as sin, I found it fun to play with, like in that like the way a kid would play the toy. And I actually recommended it to Ron. He went out and bought it and then got mad at me. Yeah, I, I did. I got I got so while it's not my favorite, pissed I actually don't hate recommending it. it to me. <laughs> I, I actually, wait, wait, don't, wait. I actually don't hate it. Who was the guy on Facebook? Uh, Brian Johnson. Okay, Brian Johnson. Listen, I was just joking about that. I really don't like it, but but Insane Galvatron does. So let's team up. Go get him. That's it. All right. <laughs> actually, this is what we should do. Let's team up and buy him every repaint of that mold in Senator. Cool. Oh, there you go. I'll take him. <laughs> See, that's the worst part. That's the worst part. Same oh, what's funny is I go to Acme and they have two of them in right now. I can go I'll, get. I'll, I'll display them in car mode because this thing looks awesome in car mode. See, that's just. I can go to. I can, I can honestly. I can go to Acme and get both. Uh, the Runamuck repaint and the sideswipe one. And the Runamuck, a, the Runamuck actually came with uh, uh, Ultra Magnus. The Bendy Prime, Bendy Prime repainted as Ultra Magnus, mm-hmm. didn't it? No, yeah. it was individually sold. It was. I think it came out in a different line. I think that was Cybertron. They re-released it in those colors. Now, well, I know it um, came together with another. Yeah, it was the, it was the dead one. end color. I don't remember what they called it, but it was colored like G one dead end. That's the oh. one that came. With oh the yeah, you're right. There is oh. a dead end repaint of that thing. <laughs> TF angry. TF smash. TF smash. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Do it. 
Yes. No, but that was uh, you were talking about the battle in a box with yes. Uh, yes. Ultra Magnus, and you're right. For the life of me, I can't remember. And the worst thing is, I think the figure even had his name tattooed across it. Yeah. And I still can't remember the name. Trend of the game, I think it was Treadshot or something, wasn't it? Treadshot. No. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. They had another battle in a box two pack. And you sure it wasn't with that one? Are you sure it was no, with Ultra Magnus? My, yes, I'm positive because I bought it for the Magnus, and I remember I had to get that mold a second time. Yeah, and that, I didn't mind because it was a good looking. Product. I love that. I love that Magnus. I wanted that Magnus, and I was so ticked because the uh, the only way to How get that Magnus is you? you had to buy that stinking sideswipe mold again, and it just made me rage. <laughs> it was the ultimate troll. The, it's like Hasbro knew that toy. Marketing guys, marketing. Hasbro knew that toy. Blue chunks together, you get you sell twice as much. Yeah. yeah. Hasbro knew that toy. Blue yeah. chunks, and they uh, they did the only thing they could to make sure that that it's uh, they they sold it and they got as much. What are we going to do with this big piece of crap? The, we'll put the it with problem is, I, I can hey, almost you know, probably guarantee you what it. it is. What it is is Hasbro probably had so many of those that weren't even packed yet in individual packs that they just got tired of it and just shoved it in there with another toy and then sold it. That's <laughs> no, probably no, what it was. What <laughs> Here, here's what would happen. They come up the line, they do these repaints, and they get this toy, and they look at it, and they go, man, what a piece of crap. What are we going to do with this thing? Let's stick it with another toy. We'll make them buy it. Stick it with like an excellent we'll mold. You know, everybody's gonna have to yeah, buy. Exactly. And then you what, just wait, stuck wait, with this what, thing. What? They're gonna want Ultra Magnus? Stick it with that. <laughs> there you go. That, that, that's that Play explains why we never got the Ultra Magnus repaint of the Armada Prime with the trailer. <laughs> well, they couldn't find a piece of crap to put it with. Oh. That that is one toy that if I ever got I got a free one, I would be, I would be happy to set it on fire. <laughs> Make sure you video it, or it didn't happen. <laughs> I would. I'd like I did. Yeah, exactly. You remember the time when I ran over some knockoffs with my car? Another <laughs> bus, yeah. yeah. Make it count. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Energon. <laughs> Everybody's favorite toy line on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Plasticon, uh, you have any favorites from Energon? Primus. Primus. Uh, see, he, yeah, Didn't he come out with Cybertron? Wasn't it? That was both. Cybertron. Yes. Both. Yeah. It was out on both, I believe. Yep. Which nope. one did he come out first in? Because he had all those Cyber it was keys. Energy on one when he came out. Yeah. Nope, because you had to use all those Cyber Keys to transform him, and that was from Cybertron line. Remember, That's he right. had that big Omega I do believe in saying Galvatron is right, and I hate Maybe Steve. you are right about that. You are wrong! Okay, so I'm wrong. wrong. I don't like anything for that line. That line is ugly. Holy crap. Well, there was a freaking iron hide. We, what was up with that? Literally no, nowhere to hide the head on that iron hide. Uh, <laughs> what was what up was, with that? It, it, look at Fatima's Prime. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, that I take that like back. Probably the only toy that was out of that line. thing that ticked me off. Actually, the only toy in that line that I think I could even stand was the Omega Supreme. Nah. That was it. Because it was yeah. a headmaster. And it turned into a gigantic train. I'd and have it to agree with that. It had a gigantic battleship mode, which, you know, I thought that was kind of cool, but that was about as cool as the thing you really got. 
I mean, that's why I didn't really jump on the boat with the repaint thing they did with the, what was it, the Year of the Snake, or I don't freaking know. Year of the Chinese thingy. Yeah, that thing. You know what I'm talking about. Chinese. Yeah, Year, I Year of the Chinese thingy. Yeah, the, the, the thing where they repainted freaking Fatimus Prime in his G1 colors just trying to sell it. Yeah. Same thing. Year of the Fatimus thingy. He was right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. There you go. You're the fattest thing. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like I said, that. That, that someone will steal it. That mold, I guess, was. I mean, I've played with it. It's pretty cool. It's it's not that bad, but I mean, it's not that probably good the only toy out of that entire line that I even cared about having. Seriously. There. Uh, what was it? Um, I'd, I'd say. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with Omega Supreme myself. Simply for the headmaster gimmick, if and if and only because of that, I, I hated the the super pants or the the pants versions. You know, pants and shirt uh, Autobot gimmick. I hated that. Um, yeah, pretty much all the well, Autobots suck. Yeah, I can tell you where they got that idea. Generation One Land Cross. Yeah, that's exactly where they got the idea. A lot of people don't even know what Land Cross is, and. I mean, I really wish they would modernize that gimmick and make it work and not make it stupid like they did in Armada. Or not Armada, but Cybertron. Energon. Energon. Whatever the hell you want to call those things. The line is so bad you can't remember the name. I, I, that's, that's the, that's Even the Gary Chalk like, I remember. I remember Armada, and then after that it was like those other two lines just kind of blurred. Even Gar Gary Chalk said on this show, on this very show, Gary Chalk hates Energon. This show. Oh, this show. Yeah, this show. Which show? This show. This TFYLP. show. Gotcha. TFYLP. It was one of the, it was one of the last episodes we did before we went live. Yeah. <laughs> this show. But, this uh, show. Okay, so let, let's move on to the other one. Cause, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we, have, we have to listen. I, I didn't get to chime in. Yeah, um, let, let's just... Yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> Energon toy was not even an Energon toy. It was a repaint of an Armada toy. Energon Ultra Magnus. Doesn't count. Yes, it does. It repaint. was in that line in those colors. Repaint. Doesn't count. Uh, I also really liked uh, Energon Slugslinger, and uh, Sharkon yes. was pretty good, too. You know, I totally forgot about Slugslinger, and that's the only Energon toy I own to this day. Actually, because um, I just got and the Energon thing from um, Brian Johnson just mentioned Energon Scorponok. I completely forgot about that thing. Because I and just I, got done buying a re, the BotCon repaint where he's double punch for a buddy of mine and sent it to him. That thing really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, also, don't forget that ga awesome Galvatron we had, very G1 looking, first G1 looking Galvatron we'd had in forever. Okay, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Those, those I are mean, like, all the good. All the good toys were Decepticons in that line. The Autobots sucked, but the Decepticons were pretty pretty good. Well, even the uh, what was it? And they, they well, you all said Snowcan Shockwave. Shock Blast, I guess that's what they call him, right? Yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah. Well, I didn't like okay arm. if that freaking arm was in, like, some yeah. big twig sticking out here. Look at me, transform me. That's it. There's your articulation. Like he had elephant tigers or something. <laughs> the arm was all swollen. <clears throat> so, uh, Megabus, what about your favorite Energon? <clears throat> Alpha Quintesson. Alpha Q, huh? Alpha Q? Someone just kicked out. Nice. Alpha no. Q. Alpha Quintessence. Alpha Q. 
I've got contestants. Nice. I'm, I'm freaking joking, guys. The whole line sucked. The whole line sucked. <laughs> they like hey, the yeah. The so only we can chalk, chalk, chalk him up to Galvatron. Yeah. Do you still have that one for sale that you had at uh, SlaggerCon? I do. Make me a deal on it. Two fifty. How much? Wait a minute. How much did I offer it at the show? <laughs> uh, too much. That's why I didn't buy. Too much plus two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, too much was uh thirty bucks, so it's thirty-two now. One hundred thirty-two. You got it. No, just 32. 132, you got it. 132, do I hear 133? Go with it. So, there you go. You owe me 134. <laughs> <laughs> Plus that broken arm junk, jump starter. I want yeah. it back. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? No clue. Target Put practice. It in the bag with the rest. Put Target it in the bag practice. with the rest. <laughs> You know, I randomly throw stuff in when, when I make sales and stuff, and I still have not ran out of jump starters. Like I said, you need to send me two of each. They're, they're put aside. You're going to get the daggone things. Thank you. Trust me. Did you put aside two star seekers for me? What? A white star seeker and a black star seeker. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I did. That, that's different. <laughs> That's different. That's not Jumpstarter okay. crap. That's Those things are awesome. Let's move along here. That's good stuff. Transformers, <laughs> Cybertron, Plasticon. Oh, <coughs> God. Well, since we just got done talking about Primus, Primus, obviously. Primus. The big planet. The big round ball. Yes, why not? It's freaking awesome. I didn't care that much. I for love it. that thing. I've got that thing. That thing is cool. I don't care what anybody says. It's the best version of Cybertron we've ever got. I mean, it's the only version of Cybertron we've ever gotten. I, mean, I don't care if the thing is not like to scale, but it's awesome to have something like that to be able to put in your in your collection anywhere, man. It's it's just a lovely freaking toy. Yeah, who cares? It's got some crazy thing that plugs into the top of it, but you, technically you don't have to use that to transform it. It's it's not that bad. It's really not that bad of a toy. It's an excellent playset, and I mean seriously, it's it's great, and it's cool that it's like the same size as um, Unicron. So and, it's nice to have the two next to each other. And it's wonderful for kit bashing. Yes, there's a lot of people that's done that actually. Both of them. I I, I there's sometimes I wonder mm -hmm. if kit bashing was alive before Unicron. I mean, everyone uses that thing. Not to say that I'm not saying it's bad because I've seen some awesome stuff done with it, but it's just, it's just such a core uh, torso, you know, the the fists, everything makes some great I customs. Think, and and Primus is the same thing. I seem to remember people taking just the waist and thighs to make their own uh, Devastator before oh. Hercules and Giant came out. Oh, yeah, I saw least. people do that, and then they, they would did take it with the, the hands. Uh, they did it with the chest. I mean, well, and, they took that Cybertron very, very version nice. of. Um, the Devastator, and they would take that and that Primus and kit bash it and put it together because they're fairly good sized robots that actually look decent, and you know built it together, and it actually worked well. I just didn't care for like the feet and you know the hands for that version, but I think it was too bad. Well, I think what I think the I do my, I, the the combiners out of it, I guess, were pretty decent because it was the first time we actually got combiners back that 
literally combined, just you know, a lot like the GBU. You jumped back to Energon again. Is that Energon? Yeah, the combiners were Energon. See, that's where I get, uh, dude. I'm sorry, I get two lines <laughs> freaking mixed up. But you guys know what I mean. I mean, those things were yeah. decent. Yeah, that's why I always bad. say the, the I always say the Unicron trilogy because mm -hmm. all three of them were just kind of bundled in one big pack, honestly. Do I'm surprised nobody has said Prime yet. Uh, I mean, I don't care that much for it. It's, I, I think it's overrated, but a lot of people seem to love that Cybertron Optimus. I do. I do love Cybertron Optimus Prime. I have to say, I haven't really gotten to play with it. I've come it's to the conclusion fantastic. that if I find it, I'm probably going to purchase it because it's probably the coolest Jetwing Prime we've ever had. Yeah. So yeah. I don't care so much for well, the fire truck, the the wing fire truck gimmick, uh, but I uh, I love the robot that. mode. It's fantastic. hilarious. <laughs> the robot mode is fantastic on that. Uh, one thing, guys, whoever's got the cell phone on the table uh, near your mic, kind of move it away because it's yeah, coming it's through in vibration. Uh, but um, that had to be Stuart. That was insane, Galvatron. I guarantee it. I'm actually broadcasting I, from I, my phone. I guarantee it. It was him. <laughs> guarantee it. I would have to say Mine's across the room now. I would have to say my my favorite Energon mold would have to be Energon Superior Maximus. I kind of liked it. Uh, the 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 airplanes and and everything I I, I loved it. I mean it. I thought we were doing Cybertron now. <laughs> Actually, fact? yeah, yeah. I, I'm and I'll see pl you Plasticon's rubbing off on me. Boom! Just, <laughs> <laughs> just just boom. Well, well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll drop a ball. This probably this may not have been your all's favorite, but I'm sure it's high on your list. It's my absolute favorite Cybertron toy. Was the downshift the green muscle car? That was pretty good. I liked it repainted as Big Daddy, though. Yeah, yeah. Movie just like saying Big Daddy. Yeah, because I'm a Big All right, daddy. so yeah. Brian Johnson's sitting there bragging and saying he has yeah. something I don't have. I do have that mud flap he's talking about. I was going to say, if he's got something you don't have, go see a doctor and get rid of it. Guys, I'm going to have to step away just a second, but keep keep talking. Keep this, keep this we shall going here. talk amongst ourselves. Yes. All right, he's gone now. We can talk. All right, yes, yeah. we can talk crap about Break it. Break anyway. it. Let's go. <laughs> The hell was up with that? He really uh, loves Armada Sideswap. He just doesn't want to admit it. That's his favorite robot. I, I, I tell you, you what, we should, all of us should just pitch in and just keep buying them and keep sending them to him. That way he's got this lot of them, and he has no idea what to do with them because nobody's going to want them off him. No, no, no. <laughs> I have a problem with that because you're depriving the joy of someone else having that piece of crap. <laughs> and, and awesome, I will hey, hey, next time I go to Acme, if they still have those, I'm going to get both, and then I'm going to send them <laughs> both the door on. I'm like, here you go. Now remember you have to prove you that you're going to set toy. one on fire, and you're going to blow the other just one. Just remember, <laughs> just remember, there's there's two problems with that. One, return address, and two, he's going to hear you on the podcast, so you're done. Doesn't matter. If I send him to him, he's going to have to blow him up. And since he's got a job driving a big rig, it'd be great to see a big rig run over one. No, that's true. Who, who here would not want to see that? Seriously. I would see, I would look at that. Uh, that would be good. That would be good. All right. I mean, so come on. I've, I've already we leave off that. with my BMW. Imagine what a big rig is going to do to that. It's going to completely that's... like explode. So where, where did we leave off at? What's next? Um... We were still doing Cybertron. Best toy. So we're still doing Cybertron. 
Please tell me it's not my turn for Cybertron. Yes, it is. It's your turn. <laughs> Crap. Uh, let's see, Cybertron. My problem is I have to look them up and I'm trying to remember what they look like. Exilion was pretty cool. Oh, what am I thinking? Now, and I'm going to go totally against what I just told uh, Insane Galvatron. The Dark Scorpinox was like the neatest repaint they did. That yeah. thing is bad. I love it. I still think the Botcon recolor was better for his double punch. No. I like no. double punch. I'm sorry. I like those crazy-ass colors. Well, you're the G2 guy. Of course you do. Yes, I'm the G2 guy. I love the crazy colors. Bring it. Paint it. Paint it. You know, hey, God, hey, hey, all my fans out there, send me neon-colored Transformers. I don't care. I love them. You know, look. Look at that. Look at that. It looks cool, but still, I think the... Crazy colored one. I just look at the colors. You you cannot look at this and not think of Black Zarak. Look I do it. think of Black Zarak when I see that, but I'm like that's exactly right. That was their attempt. They they kind of sucked at, but that's beside the point. Attempt. See, you done sealed its faith no, when you said no. attempt. It doesn't matter. <laughs> see it? It's good. All right. All right. If that bluish green stuff go. had been gold, it'd be perfect. <laughs> then then I would have just broken. But that's okay. It's still it's still one piece. See, they learn. Did you just throw the toy? Wait, wait, wait. That thing has gold plastic on it, right? See it? No, that's Look. what's wrong with it. It needs gold. <laughs> How do I get it to where it uh, it stays on me? Oh, uh, you can't. Duran would have to click the screen. Well, then I would just keep talking and talking and talking. If everyone be quiet, you can see that. Yes, I threw it. I don't care. <laughs> it's just a toy. Beside the point, but it's cool. It's a cool toy. <laughs> Still hey one guys, piece. Hey guys, after the, one piece. after the podcast, he breaks out his dust buster to, to sweep it up. <laughs> Listen, that's what he did. He just did the ultimate imitation of the you Black Derek. He made it great. No, no, look, it's still in one piece. Look at the laugh on that thing explodes in his hands. <laughs> and you know what? That's what she part? said. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. Hang on. Hang on. All right. You say that. Are you ready? We're ready. He's going there to smash it. No. I got two of them. I got two of them. All right. I got more than two of them. It doesn't matter. See, so if I broke one, it wouldn't matter. I got another. All right. We'll break them all. <laughs> they don't break. They don't have the GPS like the old ones. That's a myth. All right? But don't do that. They fixed it. All right, hang on, hang on. I don't know if they've actually fixed the old plastic, because I hear about some of the movie-verse stuff that came out in the very first line that are actually... The movie-verse stuff, stuff sucks, so it doesn't matter. Starscream. Protoform Starscream. We're going to have to get to that line here pretty soon. It's really oh, my fair. God. I broke it. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. It didn't break. <laughs> it's, it's fine. See? It's cool. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good. Well, good. Well, for those who are watching and those who have been listening, he's pretty much testing a toy that was made in early 2000s. Now, what is Hasbro's problem right now? I don't know. He just because tossed toys that are not. Ox, you're right. I forgot to say that. Dark Scorpinox, which has this little gold. Yeah. 
So uh, just every little piece, like you know, being gentle with this thing. Am I, you know, look, it, it's fine. It's fine. Now do that with a modern transformer, guys, and see if a ball joint doesn't pop off or break. No, no, no. no. Or, or do that with a G1. No, it's called dust. It just goes away. So yes, but they they fixed it. This thing is a kick-ass toy. I take it he likes that toy. That's uh, yeah, his favorite. That's his favorite from Cybertron. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's about the only thing from After Cybertron I had. After Cybertron, we had, what was it, animated? Oh, but it was just the first classics. There were only like eight toys. Well, we'll get to Chug later. Uh, we'll we'll kind of lump them together because, and we're not going to try to do every subline of Transformers there is because we'd be here all night. Well, the next well, thing would be the movie, the first movie. Are we going to do animated next, or are we going to lump it in? Well, we'll do animated, then the movies, and then... Structicons, make them combine. You mean Stunticons? Stunticons, sorry. Make them combine. Any of them. If you're going to make a box set of the groups that are supposed to combine, then then put forth the effort, make the combiner pieces, and make them combine. You know what? I wouldn't even you care tell if they did this and stuck them on there. So you're you telling me this Ultra Magnus mold sucks. It's called rubber band time. This thing is freaking sweet. It is hefty. It's an Easy transformation. It is cool, and I absolutely love it. And I actually like the Roadbuster colors better than the actual Magnus. Okay. But I respect every single solitary one of these Women. Women. animated ones I've played with, I love. Okay. I respect your opinion, but can I get a capital S? Wrong. U. A C. K. Sucks. He just doesn't like animated. I don't. They're, it it's like childish. Animated. It's stupid. It's no. childish. It's tell us how you really feel. Look at this. You tell me this doesn't look blocky. Well, it's I the don't same know. I don't thing. Know one, damn it. It's G1 stuff. Same thing. I know this is like not official G1, but still, it's blocky. These were blocky. What the heck's the difference? It's supposed to be. Chunky and cool to play with, and most of these it, survive. They it, are very poseable. The show, They're great. The show was about the only thing that made made the whole line tolerable. The show was. I absolutely decent. love the show. I don't care what anybody says. The show was cool. Don't care. Okay, then. I wish you guys could be on more I often. This is just so entertaining. Don't care. <laughs> you know what the funny part is? We haven't even got into the reissues in G1 yet. Not yet. That's why I'm trying to finish this up. I mean, uh, what? That's what she said. <laughs> Lord. 
She said that also. Okay, well, we need to hear from you guys. So go ahead. Me and Mega Missile back up. Cause my, my favorite I, I'm, animated... I'm, I'm pulling the leash. Okay. My favorite animated up. would probably have to be Lockdown. Sucks! <laughs> no, no, just Lockdown. Lockdown's great. Yeah. He's an awesome mold. He's cool. They redid him in Generations, wasn't it? It was way better. And yeah. they did it, and they called him Axor from the, uh, yeah. what's it, the uh, yep. way better toy. movie version. Way better toy. That thing sucked. Next. <laughs> and St. Galvatron, what's your favorite uh, animated toy? I already said the uh, Botcon Stunicon set. Oh, if I had to sucks. narrow that down, if I had to narrow that down, I would say it's the Rodimus mold. Breakdown. They used for breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Or as Rodimus, as good as Rodimus. I've too. always wanted to get that Rodimus mold, the crystal one. I actually like that crystal translucent one. That was one of the first, um, first rendition of that mold. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. The uh, the uh, the Henkei, or not the Henkei, but the Japanese version. Yeah, it was a two pack. It came with uh, the um, Optimus that was. Uh, it wouldn't battle damage. It was all crystal too. Yeah. <clears throat> Although I'd much rather have the Jetwing Optimus. That's the one I really want. Now, movie lines. <laughs> let's let's kind of let's kind of narrow this down and, and lump them all second. three all three of them together. Oh, now we can talk about Leader Prime. Now we're going to talk about Plasticon. Revenge of Fallen, Leader Prime. So much. Oh my God. Leader Prime, Leader Prime, Revenge of Fallen, Leader Prime. Story's over. Move on to the next subject. Yeah, they don't beat that because they all sucked. Yeah, they get. They don't get any better than that one. That was well, the best one wait a minute. Where the hell did I put it? Wait a minute. Are we doing the whole movie? All all the movies. All three movies yeah. lumped together. All right. All right. I got one. I have one for you guys. <laughs> one big show and tell here. <laughs> well. This right here is the only one I kept out of the movie line. Which one is that? And Which version is that? This is the very first, well, it's the, uh, I would just say it's like the Voyager size um, Optimus Prime. It's the one where they recolored him in the G1 colors. It is a slight orange versus the red, but it's still an easy transformation. It's not kibble heavy, mm -hmm. and it actually looks good. This is the only version I could actually stand, and it also has firing missiles. So... I don't care. This is probably the best prime they ever came out with, out of all the lines. Besides, huh? Peekaboo, all lines. Peekaboo is prime. Which I love this thing. Wait, you Peekaboo. mean Peekaboo. all the movie Peekaboo lines, right? <laughs> you didn't mean all the lines. Period. All the movie lines. Okay, movie lines. I got you. Not all the lines. I was gonna say blasphemer. Really, really, come on! I'm like the biggest freaking. I, you worried me for a minute, man. I mean, I was like, you know, something's wrong. I am a big fan of Battle Convoy and Powered you know? Convoy. His mug's root beer ain't all just the root. It's more the beer or something's going on. Might be Spike. Shut up. Uh, well, you know, just remember you're responsible for your own decisions on the podcast. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm drinking responsibly. I'm not driving. Anywhere. Did you say driving or driving? Driving. <laughs> driving. Close. All right. The only thing I'm driving is a truck across the table. This one. 
Really? Right here. Go. Yes. That? That is really? bad. What? That's the only one I can. Two megaton, right? Repaint. Yeah. Yep. Second. I'm telling you, you take that mold, you put it in black like this. It's sweet and sexy. If, if, if you take that mold and you, you paint it in black, and guess what it looks like? Still a, a turd. That's <laughs> <laughs> a black turd. You, you can't Damn. polish a turd. That's a rolling that turd. That was awesome. That's awesome. All right. I hate this it. one you don't see me going and chucking, do you? You don't see me chucking it around, okay? <laughs> I know why, because it would explode when it hits the ground. I don't know. Because I haven't that is exactly yet. the quality of Hasbro stuff now. I haven't thrown it yet. And I'm not going to. Yeah. You never know what I'll do later. But, you know, right now, no. <laughs> uh, I, if I had to pick a favorite out of all three movies, I'd have to go with Revenge of the Fallen Prime. And second, and some people's going to hate me on, hate, hate on me for this, but I liked Revenge of the Fallen Jetfire. Oh, the SR-71. Probably alt mode. Yeah. I, I did like it. I, I like to the, the the jet mode. I, really I like the idea he what he was in the movie. The toy was absolute garbage because all it was was a robot attached to the bottom of one of the coolest pieces of, yeah, but, of I mean, aviation I like engineering the, in the freaking world. You know, like it had the cane. It came with the cane. It was like cool, that. but I mean, they was, could, was why neat. couldn't they have tucked it inside the freaking jet? I mean, really, they have done <laughs> stuff like that before. <laughs> why? It was laziness. Because it had to combine with Prime. It's like, look, I'm going to make this robot that combines with Prime. Oh, wait a minute. We're, we're missing the jet. I'll oh, just strap it to the back. It'll be good. That's what they did. Well, I think it was the other way around. I think they said we need to make this jet transformer that combines with Prime. So they figured out how to put all the jet parts on Prime. Like, oh, how do we make a robot out of this? Well, we can't. Just attach one to the bottom. <laughs> this is, this is bad. As it's funny as that, that sounds, <laughs> as funny as that sounds, that's probably not far from the truth. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna hate on the Bay movies, but you know, watching the movies themselves, they're okay. I like them because for what they are. are. I, I don't care for the, toy at the lines door. I get it. Yeah. The toy line were um, best one ever. Had... You guys go out and buy it. Seriously. Second Everyone favorite, get this my thing second my favorite, hand. my second favorite has to be Human Alliance Barricade. I love that uh, that toy as well. I couldn't get behind the Human Alliance thing. It, it was okay, but it was like them trying to do something like for the mask most part in a sucked. way. But I was like, come on. For the most part, it sucked. But what made uh, Human Alliance Barricade awesome is that instead of coming with a human character. Uh, Frenzy was actually uh, like the roll bars on the front of the grill, and he came off, and he made a good-looking little Frenzy. I, I, I like that. He still didn't transform the little boombox. Should have made it so he transformed the little boombox. Yeah, he should have, but he didn't. Seat. Why couldn't they've done that? So you could easily like clip it into the front seat of the car. I mean, it would have worked because the doors open on it. Yeah. Laziness. There you go. <laughs> Who 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 has not put their two cents into this hat? Galvatron. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, I'm the leader prime. Leader prime. I already said it. He did. I still think this is awesome. You know why? Look, there's a driver. You open the door. Human alliance barricade. Driver goes away. You tell me that isn't awesome. Oh well, and, and that God. and that little driver looks like Peter Cullen. That's that's the point. <laughs> you got the mustache. 
Yeah, yes, actually, it does. does. It's actually got all that mold in it. It's crazy. It's like this is the coolest prime they ever put out. So, uh, guys, whatever. Human Life Barricade is my second. If I had to pick a second favorite. Somebody wasn't paying attention. What? <laughs> I already said that. Sorry. Oh, well, I just got home and I'm trying to get onto my desktop. So, yes, I was a little distracted. <laughs> you got to get all the Kleenex and the jerking lotion off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, Transformers Prime. Plastic on. Transformers Prime. I would have to say the Wheeljack. Wheeljack? I, I like That's, what they did with him. Yeah. Um, the mold is excellent. I love the idea that they gave him Samurai Swords, which, you know, yeah. G1, he was a scientist, but who says he didn't decide to go on some dissecting spree, because that's what scientists <laughs> do. But I, I actually, I, I really enjoy that mold. The molds are great. It's got some decent gimmicks whenever you actually transform it. It's not an extremely difficult transformation, and it's it's just a very good toy all, all around. Pulsibility is great. I think it's honestly the best one on the line. Yeah, it's it's up there. Have to, I have to give you that. What about you, Megamus? Well, once again, I was going to say none, but I just happened to look through it, and I remember it. The Viacons. The Viacons were in there. The yeah. pre-Viacon, the, the second one? It was awesome. I love them. I love, them. I love the sleek yeah. design. I mean, now, does anyone else not know what Black Beauty is? And I'm not talking about the horse. I, no. I know what it is. Okay, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, the Green Hornet. Oh, oh yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. That's yeah. exactly okay. what it reminded me of. And then it also reminded me a little of the old comic Batman, the Batmobile. Yeah, I yep. love that figure. I I, I, I got saw all of them. I got the every single variation they did. I got that one. And and I thought also custom well, I made it into Batman. Well, for a long yes. time, I was giving away those on my channel until I ran out. But, I mean, I was giving them away, like, every 50 subs. And people were, you know, taking those things left and right. Those things are awesome. They're, they're great toys. I mean, even if you're a kid, it's an easy transformation. I absolutely love the engineering where the entire, like, top of the car folded up to just go right into the legs. That was ingenious. I wish I'd see more of that. That's that's putting kibble away in the right way so that way you can actually play with the toy and you don't have to worry about something well, popping but, but I disagree mm -hmm. with you in a little bit. I don't think that the transformation is that simple like a, for a kid. The simple fact that all the panels folded it up, there wasn't you're right, there wasn't a whole lot of kibble. A little bit on the back, but it was and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was show accurate. Yeah. It was. It looked really good. Yeah. And then they came out with, with the the other one, what was it the jet and the jet commander and I never got to handle the jet one. That's it's, it's it's neat. It, it's just really neat. And, and that one, even more so, made me think like, okay, if you had the Batmobile, if Batman had the Batmobile and had to make it into a, a, a jet, the Batman. that's what it would look like. I'm sorry. I mean, get a little geeky on it, but that's what it would look like. Yeah. Love yeah, it. I, I completely agree with you on that. It's a great toy. And I I can't complain about it. I mean, I'm just kind of I'm biased toward Wheeljack. But, I mean, I, I think it's like the second in the line that I love. Yeah, I, if you want to go third, I can just say the um, the Ironhide repaint a cup. 
Yeah, I mean, as far as Prime goes, I had none of them except for the Viacons. That's the only thing. I... Hmm? Uh, if I had to uh, pick one, I'd have to go with probably. I'd probably have to go with Wheeljack as well. Um, but oh. just to be after different, the big thing I just said about the Viacons. Oh my God! I love the Viacons too, uh, but. As far as just overall design and and the fun of transformation, I think I really enjoyed the wheeljack mold. And just to be a little bit different from Plasticon, I'm gonna throw uh, the repaint as dead end, dude. That head sculpt with that light piping has got to be the best light piping of them all. I just love that. That thing just looks sick because I love the G2 colors on it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I had to get it just because it was that. Now look at this thing, and I know you can't see it, but. Um... If you look at it, I mean, just like he said, everything folds up. It's actually got, the, you can see the back and the front is a robot. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. It, the, the ingenuity, I mean, it's just, it's badass. And it, it is articulated. It's a great mold. There are two other molds I like in that line, though, that give the Viacon a run for its money. But they're all three up there at the top. Uh, the Viacon is my number one. Um... I think the, my next two favorites would be the uh, first edition Starscream yeah. and the first edition Voyager Prime. I Those never got to handle the Voyager awesome. Prime, so I, I can't I can't put my two cents. In I didn't ever have the uh, Voyager Prime, but I got the first edition Starscream. It's very good, yeah. very cool. Now the the Prid uh, Voyager Prime was not bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. Yeah, but the 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 other one is just so screen accurate as far as the way it looks. It was just amazing. Yeah. So, um, kind of wrap up the our, our favorites and everything. Let's kind of lump uh, the classics and Henkei universe generations, all of that. The you know that the the classic styled characters. Let's kind of lump them all into one. Does anybody have a favorite in those? Um, Plasticon. Wheeljack. <laughs> Wheeljack. I'm serious. I've got. I have two diff, I, ha, I have two of them. I have one that's repro labeled up and one that's not. I love that mold. That mold was like dead on for that character. And I like the idea that they used the tracks where they kind of remolded things slightly and just flipped it around. It's the same engineering behind all this, like the side swipe and the sun streaker and the red alert and the the uh, punch counter punch. Those were just excellent molds because you had versatility in it. That I like. Because you actually take a mold and you're able to flip it around. That's why I like the wheeljack so much. Definitely. Can I can I make a comment sure. on uh, some of the uh, postings that we've gotten from uh, Michael Wynn? All right. Uh, he's talking about the. He didn't like. Uh, he, he loves uh, Prime. Yeah, he he's mistaken. I'm going to tell him right now. He's mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> um, he talks about uh, base formers and really and and all that. Yeah, yeah, he's mistaken, you know. And and, and I'll go toe to toe with him any day, and he knows that. You know that he can't, he can't, he can't compete. You know, the only thing, and at the very end, you know, he tries to get on my good side by by agreeing with me that the the stuff that cons, you know, they they can't combine, so they're crap. Yeah, I agree with you, but you know, you know, you're just trying to save face now, trying to get in my good graces. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. Nah. 
Oh Lord, yeah, the next you, comment uh, from Luther try, Wimborne. Try, <laughs> try, yeah, try another one. It, 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 <clears throat> and he he goes. Let me hear you want a little more. You broke out. <laughs> Who me? Yeah, you broke up on that one. <laughs> no, I just stopped because I'm 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 looking yeah, to see if he's got enough gumption to respond again. <laughs> go ahead. Now he's heckling our listeners. <laughs> well, I mean, we have one more line to go through. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Chug. I just had to add that in. I saw it. And I chuckled a little. The the you fan know, dub. The fan dub chug. Uh, so, pla- uh, plastic on. Uh, he loves wheeljack. What about you, uh, Magnus? For which? For the. Classics, 10K, Generations. Where do I begin? (laughs) Classics line. Love the Prime. But, well, I mean, I love the the Prime. Everyone loves Ultra Magnus, but the only reason they like Ultra Magnus is because of the damn armor set. Yeah. All right? If we're going to take third-party items completely out, completely out and just go by the the molds that Hasbro gave us. Ironhide. Um, <laughs> I just have to no, say it. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta go with Sideswipe. I absolutely love that one. I loved it. I the Lamborghini. It was the red Lamborghini. It, it was just... Hmm? It was Sideswipe. That mold, like I was saying, that mold was great because you it was. were able to make a punch counter punch out of it. They were able well, to make. I mean, look at it. Sunstreaker was articulation. Awesome. You had articulation yeah. at the ankles. I mean, it had everything. I mean, technically, if you took that and enlarged it, you would be very close to masterpiece in articulation. I, I, I dare say you'd be very The cool. only thing that was missing was pretty much like finger articulation, which I think they yeah. could easily engineer it if they I, actually made a larger absolutely. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the only other thing I, if I had to harp on it, is I didn't dig the, the, the weapons they gave it. I would have rather have had a more G1 gun than the two pieces that you got. I, you know... And and I understand why the whole idea of making it form with the vehicle, and that's cool in its own right. But I would rather have had a G one gun. I kind of agree. Which with you on third that. party took care of, so I'm okay. <clears throat> I mean, I agree with that because to me, it's like if Hasbro wants to release toys, they should release them with like weapons that don't do anything, which is kind of what they're doing now with the newer lines, which is great because you don't need a weapon that moves around. Seriously, you don't. You just need a plastic chunk that looks like a gun to stick in his hand and make people happy. And that's exactly what they need to continue doing. If they're going to do anything, spring-loaded guns. That's it. Nothing else. It works. It sells. I stick with what 100% works. agree. I want firing missiles. So, firing freaking missiles. What, what about you, Insane Galvatron? What's your favorite chug? Um, I'm torn. I know there's there's several I like. Uh, I know the top of my list are probably the uh, the Optimus, especially the Henke version. Uh, the Henke Starscream. Uh, Springer is also fantastic. He's got to be up there up top of the list somewhere. Um, and I know most people aren't going to agree with me, but I think one of the the Chug toys that I probably to this day still enjoy the most is going to be the Fallout Cybertron Bruticus. 
I mean, no, it's not perfect, but I just it's a fun toy. I, I still fiddle with it even to this day where other classics toys, fiddle with them a little and then put them on a shelf and forget them. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to pick two, although there are multiple ones that I love out of, you know, the line from whenever it began. When did classics begin? What, 07, 06? 06. Yeah. So, so six, they've been going was, for a while. It was under the universe line, wasn't it? No, classics. It started under No, it was just classics. It was a filler line in between Cybertron and the movie. Yeah. Well, but but universe was in there, too, and universe 2008. Yeah. Was, did it start off as classics and then go to universe? It went to classics, universe. then generations, and then universe, and then... Okay. Yeah, I All mean, right. it's bounced back and forth between names, but... Uh, By the way, Hasbro, pick a name and stick with it. God damn Well, they kind of have. It's stayed generations now. It was... Classics, and then it was Universe 2.0 because the first Universe was all repaints. Well, we and all then, know it must have bounced around a lot because the fans had to come up with Chug. What the hell is I that? Hate, I honestly hate yeah. the name Classics, Chug, but it's, 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 it's apropos. But the problem is, is when someone says Chug, you know it means those lines. And that's the worst part because it's those lines, not a particular line. Yeah. But if I, I'm going to pick two, and the first one... A lot of people hate it, and it really could use a good update, but I love the toy. Cyclonus and Scourge are both good. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, but they're not up there. I love Hot Rod. Rodimus. The, 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 from the original Classics line, I love that mold. I, I will have to admit, when it first came out, I love that mold. I do. I it do. hasn't aged well, though. It, yeah. it, but, but they just... They redid it, redid it, they redid it, and it just burnt it, you know? I mean, you, you got the animated, you got the, the whatever the hell that blue one was. I mean, it's just, that was too much. If you look at, like, I picked Sideswipes, they did one. That's it. Yeah. Now, the mold they redid, but that's different characters. They did one Sideswipe. And why? Because it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I stuck with the Battle in Space one because I like the lighter colors on it, but that's good. It's the cheapest there, one too. Yeah, and, and <laughs> there are uh, there are nicer color. Uh, the Henke with the go, uh, the chrome spoiler was fantastic. I love that one, and I had that one for a long time. But the United one is good because you can put a Target Master on his engine. He's oh, got three mold. Yeah, um, but uh, I really like that one. And then my second favorite. Um, I chose a newer one. What was it? <laughs> did you forget? Yes, I did. Uh, we we got sidetracked, and I totally forgot. <laughs> what? Oh, Ryan Pax? No. Um, Goldfire. No, no. It's it's a newer one. Waspinator. If you, if you be quiet, Metroplex. I like Metroplex. But I'm, I'm probably going to go with, uh, with Springer on that one uh, as a newer one, um, just just because. I mean, I agree with you. He is pretty awesome. Uh, Cyclonus is probably that's probably the best Cyclonus to date, in my opinion. The the classic well, we version of Cyclonus. Two. Which one? That one in G one. Yeah, I like the one with they the redone. They redid that one so many times. And it is a best. good mold. Yeah, I like the Rodimus impact colored cool. one because it looked like he was in his, you know, ultra like freaking purple. I love that. Yeah. Yes. yes, not the lavender. 
No, the lavender one. No. I like the lavender one. Yes, I like the balance. I, like I like the, the balance very first, the, the, the very first one they did, I think, is the best. That one is the more toy movie. accurate and uh, yes. to the G1, and then the Battle yes. of Space is more cartoon accurate. That's why I liked it. It's cartoon yeah. accurate. That's why I liked it, too. All right. Now, the Hen K released the one that was kind of more of like a lavender, like too light of a purple. Yeah, but it also had a metallic kind of sheen to it, didn't it? Yeah, it had, well, it had chrome, and it was just bad looking. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think we've wrapped up our... Uh, our favorites from the Transformers line throughout the alternators. I told you we wasn't going to do every stinking line because we <laughs> haven't know. got the time for that crap. Wait a minute. Wait, go ahead. And, go ahead and also, no, no, alt, uh, we're going to hold off on alternators because Blue Streak. Okay, Blue you know streak. somebody had to, you know you just had to do it. Do <laughs> that real quick. I'll be right back. Well, I was what I was going to say is I want to have a alternators episode uh, in sometime down the road here soon. I kind of agree with you on that because there's so much that goes on with alternators. Yeah. And we could be here all day on that. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. just on that subject alone, because alternators is a very vast and awesome thing, especially with the, I guess you know, I'm going to call it alternators 2.0, where they re-released a lot of them and they're smaller, but they're more. Better alternatives, not alternatives. Alternate. Well, it's a, it falls in the same category, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But uh, welcome back, by the way. I, I see that uh, Google Plus is giving you fits oh, as well. Gigastorm. Gigastorm does not approve of your alternatives. <laughs> that will uh, end up happening in the yeah. future. Um, before we move on, and and before uh, uh, Megamus gets back, uh, we kind of cover some. Uh, uh, some stuff. I uh, want to remind people that we are brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Captured Prey, great toys, great prices, great service. CapturedPrey.com. Got a lot of great stuff on there. A lot of import, transformers, and third-party toys at fantastic prices. Uh, customer service is bar none, and also their their packing is, is bar none. I, I just love Captured Prey, and I'm glad to have them as a sponsor uh, for the show. Uh, highly recommend them. Um, couldn't recommend them anymore, really. <laughs> um, but also, money. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm selling a bunch of junk right now. Just to guys, if stuff. you're really into like third party stuff, go. You guys seriously need to go check them out. They got some really cool stuff there. They got two of the super deformed Optimus Primes that are pretty well, actually three, because they got the one that has a jet white. That's like Nemesis with a jet wing, and then they got one that's not. It's pretty sweet, and then they got the other one that actually has like a lot of light up gimmicks. It's the really Ptolemy, cool. yeah, yeah. You guys should go check those out. They're really, really sweet toys. Mm -hmm. uh, before we move on to the vintage versus reissue uh, topic, I uh, want to cover a uh, question that I posed on the Facebook group at uh, facebook.com/groups/tfylp. That's our official Facebook group. Um, I asked a question a couple hours ago. What's your favorite third-party figure or add-on kit, and why? Um, few. Uh, we got a few responses on here. A lot of great ones. Um, I like the response uh, Robert Waller uh, said about the uh, uh, guilty Go Seven Punishment set, which are the uh, add-on missile launchers for Masterpiece Prowl and Smoke or Blue Streak. Not, um, it's a good pick. Yeah, good it is pick. a very good pick. Uh, it's a very nice looking set. I think I am Unicron actually had them on his uh, 
um, masterpieces a couple weeks back and was talking about them. Very good pick. Um, let's see here. Jason Tate uh, or Tater X, he, uh, he likes City Commander. Uh, he's not one to pay top dollar for third-party figures, so uh, he's kind of more of the add-on uh, type person, but uh, he really likes the City Commander. And well, uh, but, but think about that real quick. Think about that. City Commander, when, when when did that come out? That was like one of the first releases of the third party. And it's still good. Yes. They haven't redone it. They haven't tried to improve on it. It's even it been knocked off. Good. It was ahead of its time. Yeah, it's even it's been knocked off since. So yeah. Well, and I it, you know, it's one of those things. What you know, what's the best uh best way to show that you like something? Another company knocks it off. I mean, they must be doing something right. Yeah. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That is right, exactly I mean, that's, correct. That's why you, even like the protector armor got so many KO. Somebody needs to uh, knock off those master shooters so they can be more widely available. That's what I was thinking. Hey, there's more coming. I'm a, I, I haven't. I heard in the grapevine there's more coming. <laughs> um, Jackson Snell mentioned uh, another awesome one. I, I don't personally own this one, but I've actually. Uh, held one in my hands, and it is a phenomenal toy in uh, Mastermind Creations uh, Terminus Hexatron. Uh, fantastic toy. I love that toy. Um, and uh, let's see here. Aaron uh, O'Doyle, uh, he likes the Hound Ravage add-on kit, um, as well as the Classics Magnus City Commander. I would like to see that. I, I looked at it. I haven't gotten it yet. I, I, that looks really good. I would like to see that. I'd like to see that set. And then uh, um, Luther Winborn says he likes the Chaos uh, Paladin and the Bruticus add-on kits. Uh, so yeah, those are those are really awesome third-party uh, mm -hmm. figures and kits. Uh, thank you guys for uh, interacting with us on the Facebook page. Uh, we look forward to more questions. We'll pose them on the Facebook group or on the website, and uh, look forward to. Uh, answering more guys' questions and talking about them here on the show. We may even tweet them on our Twitter, at TFYLP. Check us out on there and follow us on Twitter. Let's move on to our final discussion topic of this evening, and it's something that we talked about uh, at length a few weeks ago uh, with a different crew, but I know that Megamus and, uh, and Plasticon are really vibrating over this subject because they absolutely... <laughs> You know, why? Why you gotta go with vibrating? Yeah, um, I uh. mean, Plasticon's over here lubricating, and Megamus is vibrating. And <laughs> I'm, I'm remember before any good term, stretch, stretch it out. All right, let's go. So I'm this topic is being revisited at the request of their wives, right? <laughs> it's okay. At least my wife knows what I buy. Oh, bang! Hey, that's the sign. Bam! Oh, a live podcast. Ah, Owned. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Owned. My wife knows what I buy. It just doesn't my look wife at that. Not buys it for me. <laughs> All right. But anyway, come on now. Anyway, yeah. it's a topic that uh, that is uh, that is always a fascinating topic to hear different people's opinions on, and you all always find something out new and interesting uh, from different people's points of view, and it's it's well worth revisiting. I'm sure we'll revisit it again um, sometime down the road. But uh, Plasticon, Megamus, I'll let you two guys uh, uh, have at it since Insane Galvatron and I have basically 
uh, talked about this before. We'll throw her uh, two cents in from time to time, but uh, uh, well, let's, let's what I'm going to say is, what I'm going to say is, <clears throat> is Plasticon. Mm-hmm. You have the floor. Go ahead. I have the floor. I can tell you right now, I actually do like reissues. There's a lot of people that hate them, and I completely understand because if you've been collecting Transformers for ages and you're like, oh my god, they come over with a reissue that devalues my toy, that's a complete wrong statement. Reason being is if you look at the aftermarket, you can see reissues are going close to the same top dollar that the originals were. Reason, the reason for that is they're not being made. So after the reissue is completely gone off the shelves or stores or anything like that, you have to turn back around and pay almost the same amount for that same toy. Now, Granite Ultra Magnus, and there's a few of them out there where they elongated the missiles on, kind of bites. Okay. That's <laughs> you? Yeah. That's me. That's entertaining. That's wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's one point. That's one point against your side. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Explain. I so. Well, what I'm saying is um, the the only downfall I can see when it comes to reissues is whenever they start doing those gimmicks where we need to make the missiles longer so there's not a choking hazard. Something on that lines. When later on they turn back around and reissue the same toy with the original size missiles, which makes no sense. It's just some law they have to pass at the time. But... Honestly, I think it's really, really cool to getting a hold of stuff like I myself. And me and Magnus actually had an offline discussion about this. I have Why'd a reissue. Why'd you do this on discussion? Discussion. I didn't yell. Discussion. I didn't yell. I know we didn't yell. Because we're good friends. We, we bicker about stuff. But that's, that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when you get two guys Bicker's together. an understatement. <laughs> now I have now we went from this. Okay, everybody bicker. knows that I have the reissue of um, Fortress Maximus. To me, it's awesome. Because I never had my hands on the original. I wished exactly. I could have. But it was a great way of getting hold of that mold. And as far as I'm concerned, the guys out there that are going to be complaining and whining, oh my god, my Fortress Maximus ain't worth like five grand like it was like ten years ago. Well, guess what? Get over it. Because as soon as those things are completely gone from all these online stores and stuff, what do you think is going to happen to that toy? It's going to increase in value again. So that's... My that, that's actually just the way I see it when it comes to all reissues, the entire freaking thing, and I kind of wish that E Hobby would probably release Devastator in the Diaclone colors. But if they do that, do it right and release it with the crazy base pad that was a big plastic platform with a little bag of little teeny tiny rocks that Crack. you can smoke. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but they should seriously release that thing like that. There'll be so many people out there right now, guarantee you, Diaclone collectors out there would buy that. Why? So they don't have to touch that vintage one, but they've got one that they can play with. Who doesn't want that? There you go. All right, fire away, Magnus. Let's hear it. Are, are you finished? Well, I actually have a point. I, I, I want to hear, hear you. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Insane Gallagher. Go ahead. Well, for me, the reason I like reissues is because it was... Like I said, when they, once they're out of production, yes, they start going up as well. But when they're on the shelf, it's the cheapest way to get that G1 toy in mint condition. Uh, I mean, you weren't getting a G1 hot rod in mint condition for 18 bucks. 
until that reissue came out. Uh, same with Prime. You weren't getting Optimus Prime for 40 bucks, mint condition, until the reissue came out. So for people who want to have a G1 collection, but they don't care if Toys or Vintage or not, they just want the molds, reissues are a cheaper way to obtain that goal. All right. I'm, I'm going to first address what you just said before I go with what Plasticon just said. I am sorry, but calling a reissue G1 is wrong. It is not G1. It is a reissue. Okay, so if you're okay with, with collecting reissues that look like G1, that is fine. Be it because you don't want to invest the money, you can't, you, you want to, whatever. It doesn't matter. That is fine. Now, Plasticon said, you talked about a couple of things. And, and, and the one that, that, that I thought was the best was availability, and I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. I actually like reissues. That's the funny part. I do. I don't have a problem with it. If, they're, if the quality is there, if you look at Fortress Maximus, the quality is not there. If you take one, I've said this before, if you take a reissue Fortress Maximus and weigh it, it will weigh substantially less than a G1. Why? Because it's thinner, it's cheaper, and it, it's just, I, I didn't want it. It's crap. I have a thought on a that, G1. Now, if someone cannot get a G1, like me. that is the next <laughs> best thing. Yeah. Wonderful. I, it, it serves its purpose. But, in no way, shape, or form is it a G1, and it should not depreciate a, D, a G1. Simple as that. Well, that's All the right. problem. It comes from the same is, mold, so as far as I'm concerned, it is a G1. But I have a thought on that cheaper plastic thing. Um, something that occurred G1 to me the means that the era in which it was made. It doesn't yeah, mean the mold. Toy. Same mold. It's G1. Generation 1. Around. Generation 1 occurred in the 80s. You were incorrect. Well, here's my thought on the thinner plastic. I don't think it was a... Because they didn't change the molds. That would have been an investment they didn't need to make. To go through and try to thicken up the metal on all those molds so as to make a thinner plastic toy. That just economically would make no sense. I mean, the cost of modifying the mold would cost more than the plastic because the plastic is relatively inexpensive. I think what has happened is I don't think it's the toy producer's fault because you can go look at any toy on the shelves right now and you're seeing this cheaper plastic on everything or what we perceive as cheaper plastic because it seems to be more flexible, doesn't have the same high-quality feel to it, and it you know, seems to break easier. I think it's the companies producing the plastic. Just whatever process they use, refining the oil to make the plastic, it's not the same as it was in the 80s. And Hasbro's just getting the plastic that's available. It explained to me why almost every reissue, whatever you want to call it, Fort Max has stress marks. All of them do. Oh, because this, this, this plastic is, is weaker. I mean, it's just inferior. like being a lot of metal. You it's mean a, to use the word inferior. It is inferior. Yeah, Simple. but if that's what... All right, what the, it is not G1. I, the I'll go back and say what I say before. Reissues have a place. I have no problem with them. But they are not reissues. Period. You, or, I'm sorry, they're not G1s. And the reason being is G1 was a certain error. It's as simple as that. You can't go back in time much as we'd like to. You can't. Well, simple. I can Done. Well, Megamus, I completely agree with you on the aspect of quality, you know, 
in the quality going down, and Galvatron said, it's a great point. That's probably why you think about it. It's the same thing with car manufacturers and everything like that nowadays. They put cheaper stuff in there. I don't care you guys out there love your brand new Camaro. It's inferior compared to the originals from Oh, absolutely. If, if you want to go on a side note, but, just talk about unibody construction. Well, Simple as that. It's 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 stupid. It's it's designed to crumple the second you have a car accident and it's done. You can't repair it. Absolutely. And that's, that's the way it is. And that's kind of the way these newer toys are being manufactured. Yeah, I think this new. And you're absolutely right about that. But but this is the problem with the reissues. I like re like I said, I love reissues. But it's very difficult nowadays to be able to defer whether it's an actual reissue compared to an original. Because there's times when you pick up the reissue and you look at the original as literally slight, very little, teeny, tiny difference. And only an eagle-eyed collector would be able to notice. There's some people that have no clue. No clue whatsoever. Personally, the I was time annoyed you the fact, by the fact that the reissue uh, Jazz uh, had Meister stickers all over it. instead yeah. of Or Special Agent Jazz. You know. Well... Well, wait a minute. Now, I know what you're saying, and, and I actually had one more point because you were talking about technically the investment portion, mm. and I'll get to that. But I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna hammer this because this actually does. It, it actually has a lot to do with me and, and my company, and I can tell you that any company that does not state whether or not something is a reissue <coughs> or a G1. That is a company you need to stay away from. It should be, in, in, you, know, you, you do not pass off a reissue as a G1. They are separate entities. They were different decades. They're different toys. You don't do that. Right. Any you're, company you're, you're works, you shouldn't be dealing with them. And if, if enough people do not, they're not going to be around for long. Get but rid the of problem them. is, dude. And, and do your I've, research. There's plenty. I've done plenty of reviews showing how to tell the difference between knockoffs, and we're talking about those really, really good uh, Chinese knockoffs, reissues, and, and vintage. It's out there. Do your homework. If you're going to invest some money, and I'll say that even for myself, I put something online for sale. Before you buy it, do your research. Know what you're buying. Simple as that. Now, going back to the investment portion, anyone, I've said this before, anyone who buys toys to send their kid through college or whatever is a fool. Yeah. That's what the stock market's for. It's not toys. I Play completely them. agree with you on that, dude. And now I'm, if anybody's watched my little collection blues rant that I put on YouTube, um, I talked about the reason being of why it's silly. You guys should be collecting these because you want to collect it to play with it. Mm -hmm. You really shouldn't be collecting them for monetary value because, honestly, the way it is and the way the market is now, it's so difficult to be able to tell which one's the real one which one's not unless you know exactly what you're looking for. And I'll tell you right now, somebody who's trying to sell you it is going to straight up tell you, oh, no, 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 it's real because they're not going to tell you whether it was a reissue or not. And half right. the time, those sellers don't even know what they have. Yeah, but what I'm but saying is, problem is, is those people won't be around long. Right, because right. the way our fandom is, and, and, and a lot of people will say otherwise, but I really feel it. We have a close-knit fandom. doesn't matter if you're on whatever group, all right? Mm -hmm. 
people don't want other people getting taken advantage of. They right. don't want it. The right. only people that do are the ones that are taking advantage of you. And those I people agree. will not last long. <clears throat> I we agree. have to stick together on that, and we will. And and the people that do that might make you know they might get away with it once or twice. They're not going to last long. Simple. Exactly. And and my whole thing is like, look, I I know I've got reissues in my lot that it's like, look, I've got that one. Later on, if I get lucky enough to actually find a real G one to replace it, I will. But there's times it's like, look. That actually fills the hole. It's actually the same mold. Eventually, I'll replace it. And if I do re try to replace anything like that, it might be with one in mitt in a box. But as far as I'm concerned, I get something mitt in a box, I'm opening it anyway because I want to play with it. I don't care. Those guys out there want to cringe. I don't care if you have an AFA certified toy. To me, you're encasing something for what reason? For it to sit there and disintegrate, and nobody's going to want it. Now, see, That's just I've, nice. heard you, I've heard you made that comment before and I have one comment on that I have one thing to say about that okay. if you have something vintage that is sealed and you want a perfect specimen to open and, and just say this just think about it whether or not you keep it or not you can always sell it get a loose one that is in perfect shape and use that money to buy their next toy there's nothing wrong with buying, selling, trading to continue your collection. Which is what That's, I'm doing right now with with some of mine. I, I can agree with you on that, on that one, Megamus. But my whole thing is some of these guys, they literally search out the AFA stuff. And I'm like, well, I, that's cool AFA, that you have an entire AFA wall of AFA toys. another animal altogether. But, I mean, that's the thing. That's cool if you got an entire wall of AFA toys. But, honestly... <coughs> If somebody is a real true collector, they'll have that, but they'll also have one that's loose that they can play with. If they don't have one that's loose that they can play with, but they only have the AFA one, I'm like, well, you're kind of missing out. Cause no, I disagree. I disagree. And the main reason is is because it's not your collection. It's right. not your frame of mind. If someone wants to be able to, to, to have something encased in plastic and it's preserved and they can't touch it, but they enjoy the beauty of looking at it, that's just as good as me taking a toy and transforming it, doing it, whatever, or having another one that I won't open. It's the same thing. You know, it's what you get out of it. That's exactly. That's, that's a great point there, uh, Brett. Because um, my wife and I were actually talking about this the other day, and she's like, you know, uh, well, we watched the, uh, we watched the, uh, the documentary Brody called Cooper. no we watched the documentary called bronies the other day <laughs> and and she actually told me how freaked out she uh, uh, the the whole idea of bronies makes her and in a way i kind of get it but um you know we were comparing you know being a brony and being a collector of anything you know just transformers and i, and I was talking from my point of view as a transformers collector and she says you know I like the fact that you you have something that you enjoy and and that you that you really like collecting. She said, "Quite frankly, I just don't get it." Cuz she said, "I don't see why you have the need to go buy these toys." Because she says, "You get them." She says, "You'll mess with them like once or twice and then you'll put them in a display case and you don't touch them again." She says, "I don't understand the purpose of that." And I said, 
Well, you've got to understand from my point of view, uh, you know, so it's like uh, the other day in St. Galvatron and I were in a comic book shop and I was torn between a figure that I really love in Double Dealer and a figure that I have a sentimental uh, attachment to in Double Cross. Double Cross, the monster bot, was the mm-hmm. only monster bot that I owned as a child. And, um, until, and I didn't have any more monster bots until I became an adult collector. And I loved Double Cross because, one, he was my only uh, monster bot as a kid, and two, I love dragons. And so I have a sentimental attachment to that figure and those fond memories as a kid. And there's something about holding a figure that I have uh, have a long-time memory to just you know converting a figure i remember things and 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 the in the thoughts and the feelings that i had from way back then 30 years ago that i had whenever i messed with that particular toy and the and the fondness that i had for it. some of these toys i even remember the day i got them g1 sandstorm i can sit and fiddle with my g1 sandstorm that i have in there and it may not be the exact toy that i owned as a child but messing with that toy reminds me of the day that I got my first G1 Sandstorm. I won a spelling bee championship in South Florida my sixth grade year, and I won $25 as a grand prize. And that $25 I spent on G1 Sandstorm, and I bought it at Children's Palace in the Lakeshore Mall in Naples, Florida. Uh, Children's Palace was awesome. Yes. That's, that's for another show, though. But real quick, was it Rob Hayes? He's talking about uh, reissues. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has talking about a good, stress a good issues, point. stress marks, and and, and I, right there's what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, they're just inferior. Are they a good replacement? Absolutely. Are they a cheaper replacement? They should be. I don't know if they will be, but they should be. But they're not G one. Simple. That's true. I mean, I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm like on the, I'm on the same lines with when you're saying that because you think about it, even back in G1, we were skimped on stuff, Metroplex oh, yeah. and Ultra Magnus. Those two, they skimped out on bits because oh, let's get rid of the rubber tires and put plastic wheels, or let's get rid of the paint all, in, you know, all at once. Well, that even happened the back then. They went to from us. plastic to, to to metal. Yeah, you, know, you had more diecast. That went, they did away with the die cast and went to plastic for, like, Devastator. And that was... I, I hated the idea that they did that because the toy didn't have any heft to it anymore. But I can tell you what. My Diaclone Devastator I have, when I put that thing together, the fitment has been lost between that and Hasbro's translation. Because I have played with both Countless different times have I played with Devastators. Nothing fits together like that thing because that's back when toy engineering was at its peak when it came to the design of die cast and plastic combining together. It's like when I play with my pre rub <coughs> Optimus Prime, that thing fits together. It does not fall apart. It doesn't have the loose arms where they fall out of the, the cab mode. None of that. It has a lot of heft to it, and it's a great toy because it's literally pulled from the original Diaclone mold. Literally pulled from it because the trailer even has metal plates in it. 
So there's a lot of loss in translation, you know, when it comes to the design of, oh, let's get rid of this and put this in and do this, this, and this. And yes, the reissue primes, they're nice if you don't have an original, but if you're, you're getting an original, get one. If you can afford to get the Diaclone, get it. Don't pass up that Diaclone. This is great. I love that one. Well, what has occurred to me is that a lot of this debate really comes down to how you define G1. Uh, I think people who consider reissues G1 do so because they consider G1 to be those particular molds of those toys. So it doesn't matter if they're reissued 20 years from now, it's going to be a G1 toy. That's why I looked at it. It's the G1 mold. That's not what it it means. By the way, you're you're defining G1 as anything released during a time period. It is an error. Absolutely. And I think that's where the argument comes from is people have different definitions of what G1 is. And that's why they have the disagreement on whether or not reissues are considered G1 or not. And it's right. really I mean, going to be like the whole rumble. What color is rumble? Okay, it's it's like there's no right or wrong answer because technically both people can be right depending on how they phrase their argument. Okay, wait. Wait, wait a minute. All right, I'm going to go back to what Plasticon said, okay? Dodge decides they're going to make a new charger, okay? And, and they're going to use the 1970 mold, and they're going to make it look just like it. And everything, and they're going to use all the parts because they've got one, and they can re, you know, you know, retool it, make it, and it's going to be just like it. It is not a vintage muscle car. Period. Any muscle car fanatic is going to tell you it is not. It may look like it, but it's not. It's a kick. Same thing. It'll be a reissue of a vintage muscle car. No, it will not. It's going to be. It's considered a a kick car when that happens. Charger. Period. It's considered a kit car when that happens. But it's not a muscle car. It's not vintage. And the same thing with G1. I, I agree with you on that. I Like, when you bring up that point, because that's the only point I didn't sit there and, you know, think about when me and you were talking. You're absolutely right when it comes See, to that. The quality of the materials used in it is well, not there. And, 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 and it's we not have an to actual go with one the from times, the 80s. Okay, the materials have changed. Right. You're right. The, yes. the, the plastic and all that has changed. But I'm telling you, this is just one of those uh, instances where older is better. The vintage yeah. stuff was made well, better. Now, they might improve, you know, like, let's just go with the gold plastic uh, syndrome. They might redo one and get rid of that problem, and everyone will rejoice. They'll love it, because then you can take your black uh, Zyrak. You can take I want a monstructor that doesn't explode. And, and it won't explode. But well, guess what? Guess what, my friend? It's still not G1. Yeah, I know. But let me just go back to your car example for, for a minute. Let's say they do the 69 Charger. They're going to make it identical to what it was in 69 and, and re-release it. Mass-produced. It's not a kid car. It's going to roll off the assembly line. Absolutely. Okay. Now, now here's what, you, here's what I'm talking about. You, talk, you said it's not a vintage. Well, because the word vintage means old. It's a new car. It's not vintage. Of course not. It goes back to the semantics Absolutely. of how you're going to label it. So we would say, okay, they're re-releasing the 69 Charger. Now, Correct. depending on how you define 69, if you're looking at 69 as the year it came out... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Okay, Charger. Go ahead. So, if it's a 68 model, they're re-releasing. If, if somebody says, hey, it's a, they're making brand new 68 Chargers, people are going to have this same argument. Because some people are going to no. look at 68 as the year no. it was released. And these no, weren't released. It would be some people are going to say, no, no, it's just nope, the 68 it model. It would be just like if I said we're going to do a reissue 1986 Ultra Magnus. All right? 
Simple as that. I'm sorry when you talk well, about it's, vintage, it's vintage, when you're talking model. about G1, okay. G1 means vintage. Period. Well, yeah. like you're say not going to win this argument. Well, the simple definition. You're not going to win it. Well, think about this. It. I mean, it kind of goes on the same lines. You got all those e-hobby things that come out, right? Well, they did that e-hobby issued version of Powered Convoy. Exactly. Which and looked identical to the Diaclone. But what did they call it? They called it Movie Ultra Magnus. Yeah, they called it Movie Ultra Magnus. Why did they do that? It's not Diaclone. It's not well, G1. The main it's not reason being, yeah. well, I can Thank tell you right now, they're right about that, but the main Even reason e being, it it's thing not vintage. Okay, guys, let's not okay. talk over each other. It's a toy line, I think. They're not releasing Diaclone. Magnus, think about this way. You release something, you say it's movie version of it, right? Sure. 90% of the population that are Transformer fans don't even know what the Diaclone stuff is until right. they find out that, oh, oh my god, Jazz was back then? I didn't know that. Dude, there's so many different variations of that toy, just the Jazz toy or the freaking Sideswipe mold. All those have different variations in color that people don't right. know about. Same thing with Trailbreaker. Trailbreaker was yellow and blue before he was ever black. And most people don't even know that. The thing is, is when you release something in any hobby and it says, oh, it's this, they have to label it as something else because most people will be like, Diaclone Ultra Magnus, what is that? That's how they're going to look at it. Like, I don't, I have no recollection of this. But then you say movie, that's like, oh, yeah, I heard this rumor where he's supposed to bend his color or whatever, you know? That's where the fandom comes in, and it's like, okay, then I'm going to buy it. I don't know. I would think the fandom's more aware of Diaclone than they are that They uh, are now. Well, Years well, ago, when that you're, came you're, out, they weren't. You're talking, you're talking apples and oranges. You're talking about something totally different. What I'm saying is, and I'm oh, sorry, yeah, no, no, the, the, how much you want to argue, too. how much you want to argue, you cannot, you cannot argue the point that G1 refers to Generation 1, the mm -hmm. first generation. That is an era. That is a time period. It's also it a style. Not, wait a minute. Let me finish. It is not a mold. It is not a character. It is a time period. And that's right. all I'm going to say. You're not willing to acknowledge people have different definitions. I mean, look at these guys. These uh, fans project. If most people look and say, oh, these are totally G1. They don't mean they were released in the they 80s. They have a G1, G1 aesthetic. Style. That's, the, that's honestly the way they should say it. It's exactly aesthetic correct. at the end, G1 and they don't S say that. Or G1 yeah, aesthetic. It's, a G1 style. it's not G1. Yeah, Everyone G1 knows style. G1 means an error. Period. Mm -hmm. To you. I it's kind of right. agree. I, 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 it's, it's like me. I have the, I have the reissue. Okay, I've, I've got the reissue version of Voltron. The one that they released in the 90s. It's considered a vintage now because it's old. But back in the 80s, that was the Matchbox version, and there were bits that they nitched from this one that they didn't put in that reissue. But yet, that toy holds as much value as the reissue, or sorry, as the original, because of what it is. And that's what happens to every one of these ones that we're saying they're inferior, those things, the value, still skyrockets because everybody's going to relate to it as Generation 1 
but I know they're not using the right terminology when they say that. That's where you're getting into the technicality about it, and most people yeah. aren't going to say that. That's yeah, they the problem. Like G1 style. It's you know, it's it's not like it's, they don't define G1 as an error. They define it as a style. Right. So when you G1, they now, G1 that style. Now let me touch base on these. Cool. Let me touch base on these um, Chinese knockoff versions of these toys that now everybody keeps those, on seeing that are being those, issued. Those technically, technically, a lot of people don't know this, but those things were manufactured in China. They're mm -hmm. manufactured in Malaysia. They're manufactured all over the world. What do you think happened to those molds when Hasbro said, oh, we're not going to make those anymore? A, sold to other employees. B, thrown out for scraps and somebody in or the area stolen. knows something about toy engineering or something and got them in the right hands. So technically, those are reissued versions of the same toys. Now, I do know there are parts that sometimes things don't go together absolutely perfect. But 90% of the time, I fly here, every one of those are excellent substitutes. Uh, and you want to get one that's new in the box. But it is a knockoff. Once but, again. But I've it's still coming from the Hasbro mold. On those Chinese, and I'm going to use the word, knockoffs, because that's what they are. Yes, this is knockoff. Uh, but the thing they is, they are subpar. China, though. Some of They're them are from out of Malaysia. If you want to use the literal definitions of the words, it would be accurate to call it an unofficial reissue, because it uses the same molds. Right. The only thing is, is they don't go through the same quality control that Hasbro does. Right. The, the build quality is like difference. That's literally the only difference. Because these guys are actually chasing down the same colored plastics. They're making sure they have the right colored dye. They make sure they have the right kind of stuff to actually put the stickers on. Sometimes the stickers aren't the best. Well, guess what? They're like, ah, well, there's rubber labels out there. They can get those if they want them. Well, wait, wait, so wait, they don't care about that wait a minute. as much. Wait a minute. Doran, are you still there? Yes. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> but, but my whole thing is like, look, I mean, if somebody can pay, you know, what is it, like roughly like $120 for all five of the Dinobots that are generation aesthetic, that are knockoffs, but technically a reissue, why not? Who is not going to pay that? So but they can why. say like, oh, look, I've got my well, wait one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got my vintage one that I had way back in the day, but I'm missing the sword. So they buy a knockoff version, they yank the sword out, stick it in the sword of that one, and that one's good. Except they that it's not the same condition. And it's, it's not, not the same. same because right. you've listened but to any honestly, of my reviews, this is, you know this that, is, but that's beside the point. Here, let me say something this. real quick. Let me say something. This is good. This is good for those people that just want to have it in the box, put it in your freaking plastic AFA crap, and put it up there. You can yeah. do the same thing with one of these Chinese knockoffs, and no one's going to know the difference unless you're really, really smart and know the, the, the minute differences. It's going to give you the art. same pleasure. It's in the box art. So I'm, I'm going full, full circle with that. Right. But my thing is, this is my, okay, this is my thing, though. How many Hasbro weapons do you know of actually have some type of marking on them? There's rarely ever any markings on any of those weapons. So the only way it to depends. be able to tell that it, it is a vintage versus the original know. is to have an original and stick it in a scale and then take the one that's not and stick it in the scale and see which one outweighs the other. Who's got that's, the time and who actually has that? Well, Nobody. Not unless you're, they literally you're have everything. Sorry, you're incorrect. Every one of them has a stamping. 
because they have a mold stamping. If you know enough well, I'm talking about, the, about the product, you're going to know the mold. Am I, okay. am I saying that I do? No. I, well, wait, but I'm wait, telling I'm, you that every single one of them was molded a certain way in that year. Okay. Say <laughs> if I actually had like a knockoff Power Mat or G2 Optimus Prime. This is a Hasbro missile from one of those. There is right. absolutely zero markings on this. Correct, but there are. So how could you stampings. tell whether it was royal or not? You can't. Mold stampings. Where? You talking about when the, the seam? plastic is injected? They have mold stampings. They're usually. Well, you can all argue about it all you want. All I know is that are made in the plastic. Well, okay. wait a minute, wait a minute, real quick, real quick. Just because some some people may not know. Mold stampings are when they actually press the plastic into the mold, and it makes either a line, circle, or some other unique uh, way that the, the, the actual mold goes into, to, in, into the plastic. Okay, so I, can, I, I can see Those are mold stampings. There. So when someone says mold stampings, it's not a stamp, per se. It's how right. it was designed. Okay, that makes sense. But so, this is my question you to you. Say mold, those were uh, but, but Meganus, this this honestly, this is one of my questions to you. <coughs> Do you know of a place that you can go, even online or a book, that literally tells you the difference on every single solitary weapon and piece that goes to every one of them to tell you whether it's true or not, whether there's uh, where to look for? Are you on ready for every this weapon? Wait a minute. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Not yet. I'll go with that. Not yet. That's what I'm saying, and that's but the problem. it can be that's done. What the problem is right now, dude. It can be done. So I'm telling you okay. that no matter what part you're looking for, I would almost guarantee with as big as the damn internet is, hmm. someone has it, and someone can tell you the differences. Right, do but your my homework. question is, if, if, who is going to do it and who's going to put drop your it. collection, do your homework. You're right. gonna know. That's, my that's biggest true. thing. My biggest thing going back to the reissue versus vintage uh, thing is that I, I'm with Megamus and in, in that I believe that reissues are a good thing, and that you know it, it, for people like me who don't make a lot of money and can't afford to go out and spend thousands of dollars on just a couple vintage G1s. You know, I, I would love to have a vintage G1 Fort Max complete, but I don't have over a grand to go spend on one. So I would much more happily go spend a couple hundred bucks on a Encore Fort Max and be happy that, you know, it's it's close to the real thing, um, but not exactly the real thing. Now, if I was given the choice to choose between a vintage or a reissue, and the vintage one was minty and complete, I would choose the vintage one if I could afford it. If were no object, I'm right there with you. Now, wait but, a minute. But, but what if the difference was the vintage cost the same as the reissue, <laughs> oh, I the reissue the vintage. is minty white, but the vintage is a little <clears throat> yellow, showed a little bit of wear, showed a little bit of Character. Now this is this is one place that pick? this is one place that Insane Galvatron and I differ. He likes his figures as dead mint as possible. I like if mint. I can get that in a G one, I would. I Otherwise, would. I stick with G one. 
mean, I mean, I, I like that. I like one with a character. I like Dead Man uh, as much as the next guy, but I understand that whenever you're dealing with uh, G ones, you are dealing with thirty plus year old toys, you know, or twenty nine plus year old toys for the and most part. And unless you stuck it in plastic and sealed it in, exactly, it's, gonna it's gonna not going to be perfect. And it's not going to be perfect. Um, but that's the character. Yeah, but if right. if it's if it's as close to perfect uh, as I can get, uh, and if it's close. To, uh, to reissue prices, which is my point that I'm getting to. If I can get it for a decent price, I would get a vintage over a reissue. But my biggest well, thing with reissue, wait a minute, let me finish. My biggest thing with reissues and uh, and to this day is the price. Everybody keeps saying exactly. inflation, inflation, inflation. I think the uh, the prices of reissues are way out of sorts. I mean, you cannot tell me that uh, that the, a reissue jazz is worth uh, whenever they came out they uh, the japanese versions were what 60 bucks you know they were like 30 what happened was hasbro uh had them originally the cars were going to be 18 bucks a piece that's why hot rod came out at 18 but they saw how fast they were selling and toys r us since they were exclusive jacked up the price uh because they were aware that people were buying the takara reissues with Exchange rates and, and import fees, they were paying about 30 bucks a piece. Um, so Toys R Us said, hey, they're paying 30 bucks for these online. Let's just charge the same. Yeah. And so they jacked the price up on starting on Wave 2. Well, and they were supposed to only be 18 or <coughs> That's the MSRP from Hasbro, 1799 well, well, one of my biggest issues, because, I mean, a lot of us admit it, buy off eBay. A lot of us do. And... The problem is, is if you find one that's open box, you have no idea whether it actually has the real weapons or not. And some people, you know, they'll get one, it's kind of a beat-up thing, but then they look at the weapons, and the weapons are kind of worn, but not really. You can't really tell whether they actually were the original weapons to it. And sometimes you're paying pretty much G1 prices for some of these toys, especially if they have all the weapons. You're and right. then you got the guys who are just trying to chase down the weapons, and some of these guys will just go and get these knockoffs, like Megamus was referring to. Well, and they'll put those weapons on eBay and sell them for the same amount. Right, where you're that talking about where, scrupulous people. Right, and what I'm they, saying they, they, is... They're out there, you're right. Yeah, they're right. out there, and that's the problem with trying to collect a lot of right. the vintage stuff nowadays, well, unless you no, buy wait. a brand new box. I, I just, I just read someone issue. else commented, my commented, that a lot of people think that RID is G1. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna regress or digress a little bit and say that you know I think that G1 means a certain era. But yes, there are some people that think well when I was born, the the robots in disguise was the first thing, so that must be G1. Is it wrong? From a point of view, it's not. In, in my point of view, uh -huh. yes, it is. From their point of view, it's not. So, well, it's I'm like the guys that get into the first. Maybe G one should not be era, you know, def definitive. But it, it, it is. Let's just feign it. Let's just face it. That's what G one means. It means the very <coughs> first time they came up with these toys. And technically, if you want to say that, they're not G one because Diaclone came first. So I can even throw that into the mix, but but we're not going to. G one, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, although a lot of people agree with me, 
is is it is an error. But there are yeah, other you're, people you're who right. believe it is that an the error they grow up in is G one. But I know some people that Armadas are G one. I know some people with Beast Wars. That's it depends on on when you got into it. Right. So, or when you were born, or, or you know. But we're talking about the birth. So I do of understand your general. argument. Well, and, the G one is I, red. I re term. While I respect it, I disagree. Well, G one is a retcon term. It came about because when the G two line came out, they said, "Well, if this is G two, then what preceded it was G one." And why well, was that? Because G two was an error. It was an it, error well, was of when they were line. doing something. So the one before that had to be one. Mm -hmm. Simple. It was the G1 name was of a lot. For that reason. People are changing it. That's all. Right. It's kind well, of I mean, like, it's like this. We never see, I mean, we never see Hasbro doing this. They've never here's reissued a, a Generation new, 2. They have never Here's reissued. a new argument. I just, just, just hit me since we were talking about it. Because G1 was the name of a line. Because G2 was a line, so they kind of retcon G1 as the name of the original line. That's incorrect. It looks, like the, it looks like Generations. You had Generations in 2010. It went away, and then another line came out like a year or two later, and they also called it Generations. Same line released later. So why can't reissues, if they're released under the Gener Generation 1 banner, be G1 toys released later because they're part of the G1 line? It's not an era. Because they never line. released it as G1. What they should but call it, the honestly, fans, if it, it technical, G1. why don't they just call it G1 one at a time? <laughs> Wait, let, me, let me just finish that thought. They never called them G1. Hasbro never called it G1. The fans called it that based upon the error, and that's the way it should well, be. Based on G2. The building on blocks. And then Hasbro officially recognized it at some point. They recognized it based on what the fans said. And they agreed. It was a Hasbro has retconned that first line as G1. It was their line. They retconned that name. They can release more G1 stuff now as part of the same line, just released much later. That's not the same. It was done by the fans. They just reacted to it. But it's official. I disagree. It's related to is just Transformers. And then everybody's like Transformers Generation 2. They never really call it Generation 1 until, you know, after Beast Wars and stuff like that yeah. came out. When the fans labeled it. Correct. Right. And you're right. You're right about the quality and all that. My whole thing is if they're going to do reissues of Generation 1, they just should call it Generation 1.5 or something. I don't have a problem <laughs> with it being called reissues because that's what it is. Call it what yeah, it is. Right. But, but when you go and you post something and you try and sell it, you sell it as a reissue, not right. as a. But G1. here, ten years down Done. the road, what are you going to do whenever they decide to start reissuing the seeker molds that we all got and you know the universe and all those lines? What are you guys going to call those? I don't know. I guess we'll find out when it happens. And that's the question, you know. And my whole thing is like, look. If it's a, if you get a reissue version of a Generation One robot, then yeah, it's a reissue. It's technically a Generation One robot. But if you guys are out there trying to get a hold of these things, be careful with what you guys are purchasing. Yeah, I, I be aware we... that. Well, I was about to say, be aware of when you guys look on eBay. If you guys have questions, ask the seller. If the seller doesn't know the answer, 
then you probably shouldn't be paying top premium price. Now, if he does know the answer right away, go for it. Well, but but also, as with everything else, and I've said this a million times also, you, you've got that one bot part, whatever it is that you've been looking for, and you find it. Just remember, it's not the only one out there. There's plenty more out there. You'll find it. I've always, and I'll say this again, I have always found what I'm looking for at the price I'm willing to pay. Yeah, Just take patience. Yeah, and that, I'm that's looking for a G1 Sandstorm rifle. Anybody got one? I'm not giving mine up because mine goes in my sense. <laughs> oh man, you just picked the one that no one wants to give up. What are you talking about? I'm not giving up my sandstorm. Are you crazy? I don't want the sandstorm. I got a sandstorm. I just need the rifle. <laughs> I have one, but my sandstorm is holding it, and he's not letting go. There you go. I didn't ask you to give up the one that you have. If you just got oh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! In San Galvatron, that that is a G1 sandstorm, right? It was never reissued, and it's not the Generations version. It's the right. original. Because it was made in the 80s. That was the era. Bam! No, wait, because it's in that wait, one line. Wait, wait. <laughs> Let you guys know, almost every one of those that were never reissued, there are some out there that are high-quality knockoffs that are out there, including the Wheeljack. That's true. Mm-hmm. I have a Wheeljack knockoff. And there's also a uh, Sunstreaker out there. So those guys that want to get a hold of the Sunstreaker, don't go out there and pay premium price. And also, play with. Get just that remember, one. all these that reissues that came out, they, these remakes, whatever you want to call it, someone needs to go out there and make a site where you can go to and see the differences. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. I want to see yeah. someone take the initiative to do that. I, I would love to do it if I, if I had the resources, but I don't personally have the resources. Right if I had now. more money, I would. Because honestly, there's there's a lot you of know, those, those that knows, I've been like, maybe, I would just maybe, buy every maybe single between one on us, the list and do it. Because I have be, the originals. Maybe between you, me, uh, or, or uh, you, uh, Megamus, me, uh, Plasticon, uh, a side cutter from Captured Prey, and Saint Galvatron, maybe we could do something like that. But Swage. Swage is the cassette man. Yeah. Well, I, I will agree with you on this point. I'll agree with you on this point. It's more obtainable than you think. Oh, I they think are. it can be done. They are. There, there's a lot of them out there you guys can get that are... So keep an eye out there. Wait, wait, no, wait. I'm going to throw it, it, I'm gonna throw it to the audience. If you guys think it's a good thing and we need to, 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 to go forward and try and find this, let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. Well, Absolutely. I believe I believe we're going to wrap this up tonight. We've we've had some awesome uh, debates and 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 ideas tossed about here. Um, I won. <laughs> I won. In your mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but, uh, it's it's all in good fun. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all in good fun and rocket uh, punch. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, so good fan here. This Sorry. Direction. And and do, enjoying this hobby that we do. Uh, it's it's. There's always different points of view, no matter how you look at it. Um, so, uh, you know, there's no right and wrong, really, in in a way, it, because 
you know, I can see I can see in St. Galvatron's point of view, but me personally, I lean more towards Megamus's point of view because uh, that's just the way I feel. Um, but you know, there's there's not to say that you know this is this is it and this is the only thing. I mean, as a collector, you collect what you like and what you want. If you don't care that half of your collection is uh, is encore or reissue or knockoff, then there's nothing wrong with that as long as it makes you happy. But if you go to resell it, don't tell somebody this is a G1 when you know for a fact that it's a reissue or a knockoff. That's or you just say being... it's a G1 reissue or you say it's a G1 knockoff. <clears throat> just... Just let people know what you're what you're doing, if you're if you go to resell. But if if you're buying it for yourself and you don't ever resell it and you just put it up on yourself to uh, to enjoy for yourself, it doesn't matter if it's G one original or a knockoff or a reissue. It doesn't matter. Um, but like Megamus pointed out, you know, if you're buying from sellers and they don't come forth and tell you, or uh, if they can't or won't come forth and tell you that it's a reissue or a knockoff or a vintage, then probably something's up and you need to be wary. But I believe uh, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this show up. Uh, Megamus, uh, thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Insane Galvatron, we, uh, thanks for coming in this evening. No thanks problem. Wish the toy has been more fruitful. <laughs> and Plastic Could have made it for a better show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, it's it's always a pleasure being on here. We'll, uh, we'll get to announce my wallet uh, at, at a future episode. Um, and as always, this episode has been brought to you by CapturedPrey.com. Check out CapturedPrey.com, our great sponsor. And... This is Weird Wolf. We will see you next time on TFYLP. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. 